0: Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to the People Processes Podcast, where we dive into the update, interviews, and yes, processes that will help your organization thrive. My name is Rami Alijil, and my goal is to help HR managers and business owners create an environment where their people are their organization's competitive advantage. Today, we're gonna be looking at a nail salon that was cited for $1.2 million in damages for misclassification and wage theft of 36 workers over three years, and talk about how not to have that happen to you. Oh, and don't forget, we post to LinkedIn, Twitter, and Facebook, and I would love to hear from you on there with any questions. You can also subscribe to us by going to peopleprocesses.com where you will receive special subscriber-only content for free. People Processes is also available wherever you get your podcast. It syndicates on iTunes, Google Play, TuneIn, and Stitcher Radio, and more. So let's dive right in. The California Labor Commissioner's Office issued more than $1.2 million in wage theft citations to a Temecula nail salon for misclassifying and failing to properly pay 36 workers. An investigation found that the workers at Young's Nail Spa were not paid an hourly rate and not paid overtime, despite working up to 50 hours per week. Quote Using misclassification as a business model not only denies workers of their rightful pay, but also gives the employer an unfair advantage over law abiding businesses, said Labor Commissioner Julie A. Su. California law is clear that if employers pay less than the minimum wage, when they are caught, they will be responsible for paying not just the wages owed, but an equivalent amount in liquidated damages plus interest. So not just what's owed, also double that plus interest. The Labor Commissioner's Office launched its investigation when the Labor and Workforce Development Agency referred the case following notification of a complaint filed through the Private Attorneys General Act. Investigators audited the business records over a 40-month period and determined that 36 workers employed at the salon were paid for each salon service performed instead of the total hours worked. Shifts averages from nine and a half to ten hours per day, but workers were not properly paid for overtime, nor provided proper meal and rest breaks. Young's Nail Spa also fa- failed to carry valid workers' compensation insurance coverage during the last three years of that investigation. The one million two hundred forty-two thousand two hundred twenty-seven dollar citation includes six hundred seventy thousand and forty payable for workers, payable to the workers directly, plus another $572,187 in civil penalties. That's the vast majority of it. Of the total due to workers, $126,000 is for minimum wage violations, $17,000 in interest, $144,000 in liquidated damages, basically that doubling, 118,000 for failing to pay overtime, 92,000 for not providing final paychecks as required by law, which is a big deal in California. Gotta be on the day they leave. 87,000 for improperly paid rest periods, 65,000 for not providing proper itemized wage statements, also super important, and 18,000 for meal period rest violations. That's the... um, the, the, the civil penalties. The civil penalties also include another 207000 for a failure to maintain valid workers' compensation insurance, which is separate, 160000 for misclassifying workers as independent contractors, 104000 for not providing proper wage statements, and 100000 for penalties associated with the wage violations. Just an additional slap. Enforcement investigations typically include an audit of of the previous three years to determine minimum wage, overtime, and other labor violations, and any payments owed and penalties due are then calculated. Civil penalties collected are then transferred to the state's general fund as required by law. So the state got 207,000. The uh, employees got that, uh, I guess, about uh, 1.05 million uh, between, interest, minimum wage violations, liquidated damages, overtime, all those kind of things. Required workplace postings on wages, hours, and working conditions must be posted in an area frequented by employees where it may be read easily during the day. Nail salons also have specific posting requirements for all barbering and cosmetology licenses. If uh, you are interested in those, we can obviously help you out. Check us out at peopleprocesses.com. We have direct links to some of those. Also, the citation and news release. Um, You can also find us, of course, at Poplar Financial. Before we go too deep in, I just wanna let you know, this is all from the State of California California Department of Industrial Relations, News Release Number Twenty Sixteen Sixty Five. Again, link on our website. Here are the key issues in this case. There was a complaint. The complaint was made to the Labor and Workforce Development Agency. When that complaint happened, it went to the Labor Commissioner's office, and they investigated. And this nail salon, who obviously had relatively high turnover, did not pay its people hourly or keep hourly good, good hourly records did not allow breaks, or rather let them take breaks willy-nilly without recording them, did not pay overtime, because to them, they paid by service. So when someone walked in, you got your nails done, it was 20 bucks or whatever, 40 bucks, I have no idea how much nails cost, but you pay $40, and the uh, lady who did your nails maybe kept 20 of it, and that was her pay, and then the the other 20 went to the... Uh, Uh, company, but my expectation is that they highly controlled the employees. They provided the materials. They told them when they had to work. They uh, had their own, the the clients were clients of the nail salon, not the employees or the um, uh, uh, people who do the nails. That goes to independent worker misclassification. If you misclassify someone as an independent wor- as a contractor, independent contractor, versus an employee, you don't care if they're an independent contractor. Ah, you don't care what they work. You don't pay overtime. That's on them. You don't necessarily care about all these other things that you that you that you should be, because they misclassified them. They didn't track this stuff right, and that's what's costing them now 1.2 million dollars. So, first step: double check your employees. Make sure that your independent contractors are actually independent contractors. And then, once you know that, look at your employee settings. Make sure that you're providing required meal and rest breaks, paying overtime, and most importantly, that you can prove that you're doing all those things. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the day. I hope this was helpful for you. Thank you for tuning in. Have a great day. Go out there and get your work done.